listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. What is up, Denver? Welcome to our 10th episode of our House Hack Masterminds podcast series. My name is Ben Einspar, the host of the podcast, here with my co-host, Mr. Jeff White. What's up, everybody? Jeff, how you doing? Fantastic. How about you, man? Excellent. Excellent. So I'm super pumped about this episode for multiple reasons. One is we have some awesome guests lined up with amazing stories. And two, where's, where's Chris at, man? Chris has seemed to have disappeared. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think uh, he uh, wants us to take over Envision Advisors. And this is slowly but surely our, our, our way in. Yeah. And, and so Chris can can continue to build Envision Advisors while we we continue to interview guests. Absolutely. All right. And to our guests, we have Kyle Groupus and now Tiffany Groupus. That's right. <laughs> uh, they moved to Denver in 2020 from Chicago after 10 years of renting in the city. A friend introduced them to real estate investing after digging into bigger pockets. Rich Dad, Poor Dad led them to Envision Advisors. Shortly after, they purchased their first duplex in Inglewood in September 2021. And uh, that was about a year after they moved to Denver. Kyle and Tiffany, what's up? How you doing? Excited to be here. Yeah, very. Awesome. So before we dive, we dive into everything, you two just got back from Mexico, right? What was what was that for? <laughs> yeah, we got married in Tulum. Tulum? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big right congrats. On the beach. Thank you. Fun, blurry meet week in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, exactly. all inclusive? Uh, no, no. no certainly uh, not. Might have been, been the cheaper way to go. Yeah. Uh, probably could buy house hack number two sooner, but <laughs> yeah. um, definitely brought in every vendor and yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And Jeff, so... They just mentioned what uh, wedding. Aren't you getting married sometime soon? You and Suleika? Yeah, actually, uh, March 31st. Uh, Val Exchange in Mexico as well. Cancun. Well, okay. Oh, uh, nice. But all inclusive. Yeah. Oh. So it, that's the plan. We're not uh, bringing in a bunch of vendors. That's very impressive. <laughs> it's much easier. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, the lesson was learned way too far into the process. So <laughs> couldn't turn back. But yeah, no, super exciting. But congrats to both you. Thank you. Yes, Thank big, you. Big, big, big congrats. Been quite Thanks. the year. <laughs> quite the year of getting married and, and purchasing yeah. your first house. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That so, wasn't planned. That wasn't. <laughs> so now let's let's dive into it. Um, can you give the listeners like paint a picture of the location of your house hack, what it is, what makes it a house hack, and maybe why? Why it's an excellent fit for you too now that you are a family. Sure. So uh, we started looking, and it was actually the first house we ever toured together. Kind of a, a weird coincidence. We we toured a few more after that, and just kept coming back to it. Um, what made it really attractive for us was it's a duplex, two separate entrances. We didn't really want to share an entrance with with tenants or whoever. Um, it's really close to two hospitals in Inglewood. So our realtor, Lauren, she pointed out immediately that the opportunity for medium-term rentals was uh, was there. So once we do move out uh, for house hack number two, we can still rent to nurses for 30 days or longer and have that you know little extra income uh, come from that. That's an excellent strategy. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's worked out. That's your favorite, one of your favorite strategies. That is yes. my bread and butter. Short-term rental while you're there. After you move out, transition to a medium-term rental. Traveling nurses mm-hmm. make excellent. Yeah. Excellent, tense, responsible, reliable mm-hmm. source of income. Absolutely. We're excited. And, you know, we furnished the place. So yeah. what are we going to do with all that if we can't turn it into a me- medium term? So I love that. Exactly. 100%. That's the one thing is, what do you put it like? put it in storage. What are you going to do with it? Right. I mean, it's, it's an, it's in my book, it's the best win-win out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even more than rent by the room, Jeff. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Hey, if, okay. if, you can, if you can handle roommates, that's, that's fine, but we're getting a little bit older. So <laughs> you get to choose roommates. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so if I remember, we, we spoke yesterday briefly about, um, you finding the, finding the property and then you didn't dive into it too much. You ran into complications. You had lending set up. Mm-hmm. You were ready to close. And then um, something happened with the city. Can, what happened there? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll back up a little bit too, because I think um, everyone should know it's an up-down unit, right? Okay. Uh, kind of was a single family home that I think at some point got converted into two separate units. So on the top where we're living, it's a two bedroom, one bath, um, you know, Laundry room. I think there was an additional sunroom added in where they put the laundry room. That's now our office as well. Um, and then below is a one bedroom, one bath, uh, full kitchen and full laundry room as well. So a lot of space actually for um, somebody who's renting. Um, and when we went ahead with the um, offer, we were hoping to utilize the Bank of America program. Um, and at the time the house was listed on like Zillow and everything, all the listings were single family home, uh, while going through that program, uh, about a week before closing, um, we were informed that the house was actually a duplex recognized as a duplex. Um, and so we started to freak out. We started reaching out to everyone right away. Uh, Bank of America's appraiser right away and found out that that wasn't something that they categorized the house as. And just by our own dumb luck, Inglewood sends people out um, into the community to check out uh, all the homes. And our house just randomly got categorized as a duplex with the additional um, unit below. So um, yeah, we didn't qualify and had to scramble. Right. So in, during closing, essentially, the city changed the listing of our house. So <clears throat> had a, a fun call with our realtor. And I will say <laughs> that, you know, after she let me vent for a minute and kind of get it out of my system, she quickly pivoted and already had backup financing in play. She was already, she's like, I already got your information in front of someone and we're already working through it. So we switched from using a BOA program to using a uh, traditional FHA program. And we're still able, still able to close with like maybe a week or two delay. So wow. yeah, shout out to Lauren for being an amazing awesome. realtor. Incredible. Yeah. Our naughty. She's yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah. So a couple things I want to break, uh, dive into that story mm-hmm. is first, you mentioned the Bank of America program. Mm-hmm. What is that? Right. So it's this amazing program that again, we wouldn't have found out without Envision Advisors or Lauren sharing that with us. <clears throat> but essentially, um, it's a grant or a program, I'm not sure how they classify yeah, it, but they give you a $10,000 towards your down payment. So less money out of pocket. And there's also no PMI. So no private mortgage insurance, even though you don't have that 20% 
um, you know, loan to value or whatever. So that's a huge savings initially. Initially, so when we were running the numbers on the house, uh, it was a home run. I mean, we've seen you know other properties analyzed, you know, analyzed on the podcast, and it just makes the numbers look crazy. So that was uh, really exciting. When we switched to FHA, of course, you know, we kind of came back down to earth a little bit, but it's still like a really solid base hit, as everyone says. Like the numbers still make really good sense, uh, which is why we were excited to to close. What was your rate on the Bank of America initially back then? Which feels like a long time ago now. Actually, it wasn't that. I don't think it was that far off. I want to say. I think I just blocked it out. Yeah, I know. We might have just forgot because. But honestly, the rate wasn't that far off. It was the PMI that made all the difference in the world. Um, Because I think the PMI is like around $4.50 a month. $4.30. Yeah. Yeah. And so additional, (laughs) and that's an FHA, so that never drops unless you refine it. Is that right? Yes, the FHA is for the life, the new FHA loans is for the life of the loan, Mm -hmm. unless you refi out of it to conventional. Yeah, real bummer. Which the appreciation, maybe in a couple of years, you can hopefully rates don't go up too much, Mm -hmm. right? Where it makes sense to get that 450 dropped off, right? Yeah, into a conventional. Mm -hmm. It was a tough pill to swallow because you know we are trying to become real estate investors in a sense and and grow our portfolio as quickly as possible. And you need cash to do that, right? So it's like, do you pay it off quicker so that, you know, you can hopefully get rid of that PMI sooner than later? Or do you put that money towards house hack number two, which is obviously what we're going to do, but Mm -hmm. it's um, a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And so if we go back to your your original bio, you said renting for Renting in Chicago yeah. mm-hmm. for 10 years. What was 12. rent? Yeah. 12, wow. What was rent like in Chicago? <laughs> so um <laughs> or previous previous to sure, I- sure. So when we first moved to Denver, you know, we were excited, obviously, moving to a new state across the country. We wanted to make sure we were living comfortably. And we certainly were. <laughs> I think our rent all in was around forty three hundred. But you have to understand that living in Chicago, that wasn't getting you the most extravagant place. And we have two incomes. So it was kind of like you were saving money moving in together (laughs) as city dwellers. You know what I mean? And you were getting a much better place. So we just kept the same amount of rent and we're like, let's let's make sure we love our place in Denver because we're making this huge move. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I mean... It before I moved in with Kyle uh, in Chicago, I was spending thirty five hundred a month in rent mm-hmm. by yourself. By myself, yeah. But I'm also kind that of hurts. bougie. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> about it, coming it hurts. from you know Nebraska, I'm sure that means... I came from Nebraska, <laughs> and so this was a scale up. You, yeah. Um, so when we did close in the house, just moving to the house alone, our cost of living essentially went down because the mortgage was less than 4,300, thank you, thankfully. Um, and then you add rental income into it. I mean, we're just living the dream now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then once you, what's, uh, let's dive into that. Let's, let's go back to the reason why, did you know when you walked the house, was there any signs that it was a duplex? Like there was two panels outside, two gas meters something going on that, oh, this possibly, or there was no signs. It was one water heater, one furnace. Two mailboxes was a pretty big tip off, I think. But it was one, I mean, there is one for like one furnace and one water heater, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> <laughs> utilities are shared, but uh, there is two separate addresses and two separate entrances. So you can't access the top from the bottom, vice versa. So We were looking for a duplex. Though. It was clearly, uh, clearly a duplex. Yeah. The yeah. tricky thing too is sometimes, and this is for all the listeners, uh, 
what you could have just because it has two meters or two panels doesn't mean it's necessarily a duplex. Some people mm-hmm. you can add those, right. or if it's one meter and or one gas, uh, one furnace, one uh, water heater doesn't mean it wasn't duplex. Like, for example, in Capitol Hill, a lot of those houses are built in the 1890s, 1900s, mm-hmm. so they don't have um, you know separate utilities for everything, right? Mm-hmm. And they split them all. They basically like just big houses that they split up into like five units. So. Mm-hmm. Just because it has, or two mailboxes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just mm-hmm. add a mailbox. I've well, that's what they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. quite frankly, they even added a, um, it's, you know, 4125, but they added end a half. A half. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why the city did what they did, I think. That was, was there, the tip off for the city. Was there, uh, if you go to the mailing record, is there actually a true mailing address if you go onto USPS.com? If you type in the address, great question. Half, then checked. you find out if it's a true address or they just threw in a mailbox mm-hmm. with a half. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, and I bet, well, I don't know. I'll have to go, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes with these non with these unofficial single family converted duplex or mm-hmm. was duplex, converted single family now back to duplex. Sometimes it's the cities depending on the age of the how old is the house. Uh, born in 49. 49. Born. So this might be built in 49. <laughs> I mean, it was born here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, based on the age, a lot of those have like a, uh, like non-conforming approved status. So mm-hmm. if it was built today, it wouldn't work because I bet it doesn't have necessarily all the proper up-to-code requirements right. for stairs. Oh, right. Maybe the windows in that basement, if it's a mm-hmm. you know, if it's walkout or not. Um, but back then, obviously, the code was way different. Definitely. Uh, so that's just something to keep in mind with these unique properties like this. Mm-hmm. But based on so it was. The initial appraisal for the BOA, he didn't see anything that said it was a duplex. He called it a single family. Is that correct? It was listed by the city of Inglewood as a single family. And then literally yeah. the week before. And then was- once they got like the underwriters involved and all that, uh, it got flagged because it was now listed as a duplex. Oh, right. Oh my God. And yeah. the BOA program does not allow, I mean, it, <clears throat> it, the grant is obviously mm-hmm. to help people uh, enter into the market, not real estate investors. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, that's, you know, I think that's where the duplex yep. deads that deal. Uh, for them. What the if you would have closed and then they would have Would have been wouldn't ideal. Have yeah, yeah. it would have been, wouldn't have mattered at all. At that and point. this happened within right. a week of the, the appraiser, I think, was dragging their feet at BOA a little bit. So we were kind of on them and it just randomly happened because I even went back to the sellers and was like, well, Lauren, we need to talk to the sellers about this now because if they're, if they categorized it as a duplex or ask the city to do, to do that, they need to go back and ask them to change it back. <laughs> and then we found out that the sellers absolutely did not do that. It was just a fluke city wow. thing. Yeah. And there's no going, like, there's no going back, Jeff. So no. there's nothing they could have done since it was through the city, I even with, yeah. even if like you go to, like you said, the USPS and confirmed find, it was a single family. Yeah, yeah. Or if it was one address only, because now confirmed, yeah. they just threw in a mail. You could add a, anyone could add a mailbox. Yeah. So kind of yeah. like when you go to get comps, if you want to want to kind of provide good comps ahead of time to your appraiser, could you do that same thing to the city? Or is it just the city is the city? There's no turning back. I know well, there's just for ways, learning purposes. The ways I look when you have these unique properties like theirs is you go to the Cessors. So the city of Englewood is in Arapahoe County, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you can go on there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, usually it's correct. Mm-hmm. But obviously what happened to you, both you is 
I've never heard of that before. Yeah. This just sounds super random. <laughs> yeah. And they just changed it right. Like, is this unfortunate? Just it, the best. Yeah. One week <laughs> yes. before it would have been fine, but it was just unfortunate. And then I guess on the assessor office today, does it show as a duplex mm-hmm. zoning? Yeah. I, I think even to Lauren's credit, she was like hunting down the assessor at Inglewood trying to get her. We, we were stalking and that. That does not surprise me. No. She, yeah, we Lauren were, is a bulldog. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. So, um, but they were like, there's two separate entrances. Like, it's not. Like, they just wouldn't budge. And there's a sto- yeah. probably a stove on both levels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what usually triggers two units for most cities is the stove. So people really? add uh, yep. the 220 volt because it's a separate cert or there's supposed to trigger. Some people add stoves, but yeah. usually that's the trigger for like, oh, it's a separate unit because why would you add a full stove unless you're renting it out? Mm-hmm. Airbnbs usually don't full stove like a hot plate maybe. Right. Um, just because it's kind of why no most people on vacation don't cook. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's usually a trigger for Airbnb or mm-hmm. sorry, for um, uh, separate units right. yeah. for most cities. But what's surprising to me is it was single family up until a week before closing. They <laughs> yeah. said, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> right. And then uh, then you're just out of luck. And luckily, Lauren React, you know, you had a backup backup plan where right. it worked out fine. I guess mm-hmm. looking back, was there anything you would have done differently? We couldn't have seen it coming no matter what. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. you know, just having a backup plan was crucial to have, you know, someone who's like really aware of like, you know, what's going on through the closing, of course. Um, the only silver lining is that it leaves the BOA option available for house act two now. Yeah. So it's still something we can in place. Mm-hmm. We made gonna... sure to like do the house under him and yeah. So this of... house is under me. We're going to try and do it again. Hopefully they don't change it again, but we'll see. Right. So. Oh, uh, FYI, um, since you're married now, that's a change of life circumstance. So you could potentially buy again sooner than you think. Oh, okay. If you haven't, what do you names. mean? And in, instead, if oh, names. if we had it in both of our names, right? Uh, right okay, right, right. that's okay. a good point. We kept yeah. them separate. So. Yeah, we just were so nervous about it. We didn't want to lose the opportunity to to take BOA up on that grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So hopefully, I still qualify because obviously, you know, you can't make past a certain amount. The home has to be in a certain area as well, um, to qualify for this grant. Or like a classification of their own. They mm-hmm. have like a neighborhoods A, B, and C, I think. So it can't be in an A plus neighborhood, let's say. Right. Um, yep. Or was it opportunity zone? Was it opportunity? It's yeah. um, low to Friends. moderate mm-hmm. income. And when right. if you're interested on that, there is a map that you can go. You just type in the address and it'll give you the information about that. And I think one more requirement is you have to make under 150, 150 uh, yeah. a year. And right. And when I first heard about this Bank of America program, I thought, oh, well, I don't want to go live in a, a C minus C plus area. But then I started Definitely. typing some of my previous addresses in there and they qualified. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, why didn't I use this earlier? And right. So, right. 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 But it's, 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 it's a surprising. phenomenal program that mm-hmm. it not many people are. Well, a lot of our house hackers are using, but not right. many people, if you talk to them outside of it, know about this, this yeah. grant program. They say I get it every time. Sounds too good to be true. Yeah. Or what's the catch? Do they have a higher what's rate? Couch? Yes. Definitely. Or do they throw on like a second mortgage or mm-hmm. they do some some kind of trick where they, they say, oh yeah, we'll give you 10 grand or the closing costs. And then like, oh, but you have to have a second mortgage on mm-hmm. there. If you sell it, you have to pay us back the grant or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. When Lauren told us about it, we were, we, it was, we're, we were first time home buyers to begin with. So we weren't aware of all like the, let's call it, um, curveballs mortgage companies can throw you. Uh, so it wasn't more of that reaction as it was like, wow, this sounds too good to be true. And mm-hmm. like, how did we not know about this? Right. 
Um, so, but then you start finding out like there are some stipulations with uh, how much you can make and what neighborhood you can purchase in. And to to your point, surprisingly, you what they consider to be a low to moderate income uh, neighborhood is very nice. And mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And that that just shows the power of. I think Chris says it best. It's not uh, if things happen; it's when things happen. And yours oh, yeah. just happened to happen even before yeah. even before closing right. with with real estate. I mean, when you first mentioned it, it kind of reminded me of it, like like the, whenever you're proposing to a significant significant other about the what ifs, they always ask the the what ifs. What if something happens? What if they flood it? What if we can't collect mm-hmm. rent? Well, it reminds me of my our first rentals. We were planning on short term rental, having a short term rental, and then we had it made for six, nine months, and then March twenty twenty rolled around, <laughs> and we all know what happened. Right. All of our all of our bookings dropped off. Right. Everything left. There went our income. Mm-hmm. Um, but terrifying. we did. It was extremely terrifying. And then I remember going back and convincing, saying, "Oh, that's never going. That's never going to happen." But took a step back <laughs> and realized, "Hey." There is still a demand for traveling nurses, and that's what got us into uh, medium-term rentals and traveling mm-hmm. nurses. And going back to you, so you have laundry on both levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is excellent. That's right. one thing to keep in consideration because when you're doing a short-term rental, you really don't think about laundry too too often because they're there, not there that long. Mm-hmm. But medium-term rental, they're going to want. They don't want to go to a laundromat, and and mm-hmm. traveling nurses won't got, want to go to a laundromat. And that's that's an excellent asset you have mm-hmm. to to attract for not only one month stays to even maybe four months stays. Yeah. 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 And then going back to the property, you said two, one upstairs, one, one downstairs, mm-hmm. correct? And you mm-hmm. both are upstairs. Yeah. And then, so what is your current strategy you're using today and what will be after you move out? Uh, it's gonna be a pretty similar strategy. So we, I mean, we have the Airbnb now open to short-term rentals. Like we are certainly open to a weekend stay but we've just seen so much interest like through uh, the, the messaging or inquiries or whatever. Uh, and they're almost all these nurses reaching out for 30 days, 60 days. We have a 90 day stay in there right now. Um, we're just really close to these two hospitals. And when we toured the property again, going back to Lauren, she said like, this is a great opportunity for you guys. So we're going to continue to do uh, medium term stays 30 days or longer once we move out <clears throat> and we'll put a, uh, a long-term tenant upstairs. Um, and then I think hopefully our property manager who does mm-hmm. the down below will just do an upstairs for a little extra. Yeah, we'll have to convince them of that, but I'll, I'll be able to do that. <laughs> I, I <bet. laughs> um, so we're going to do medium term down below, long term upstairs. Perfect. What platforms are you using? Uh, we just, they only use Airbnb. So okay. I think again. Oh yeah, because you have a you have a PM, right? I keep forgetting yeah. you have a you have a PM that yeah, <clears throat> we have a, a really great property manager. Okay, and they've done um, a fantastic job. They price it out very competitively, and they've they've done just not they're out thorough. The they're yeah, they're can't say enough good things about mm. them. So we'll just um, I mean they're gonna you know we'll keep them up appraised as things move along, but we'll just have them do thirty day or longer rentals, which shouldn't be a problem. We've seen interest like our very first booking was a thirty day rental, and then the next one was a ninety mm-hmm. day rental. So I mean, there yeah. you go. Um, and then we'll just find a long term tenant upstairs. You're not going to just do both of them. As Thought a, about it, and just leave all your furniture. Thought about it. 
So I, I mean, if you're telling me I can buy new furniture for the next place, <laughs> then... there you go, Kyle. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Worst idea ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I you know it, anything is possible, mm. and we'll see like mm. what the market dictates around that time. Mm. And I mean, if the property managers want to do it and it brings us more income, then have at it, I guess. Yeah, let's talk about the prod manager. So is this a specialized prod manager for short-term, medium-term rentals? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were referred to by our friend who actually introduced the idea of real estate investing to us. Um, so he has a property. It's in Rhino. Um, they do very well for him. And so he referred them to us. And uh, so they specialize in short-term, I guess, medium-term with us now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think they only do Airbnbs or VR. I, do they list on VRBO? I think they just do Airbnb. Okay, Airbnb. well, yeah. either way. That's how hands-off we are. We don't even know. <laughs> yeah. That's that's excellent. That's I mean, how that's, we like that's, it. That's, how, that's a signs of a great PM. Right. Mm-hmm. And then are they charging higher rate than you initially expected? No, we got a great rate. So we've interviewed a couple. Um, got like 25%, you know, was like kind of a standard. They charge 20%. So we'll definitely take that. And the other advantage that, the, that they kind of offered was we get to keep the listings under our name. And there's no contract. So they kind mm-hmm. of say our work will prove itself, which they have. And if you ever wanted to leave for whatever reason, you get to keep the listing and reviews under our own name. That's, which that's, is huge. That's, that is that is great right. for future rentals because then, sure. then yeah, that transfers over. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about laundry. So did, did your PM provide like the linens, the sheets, the comforter, the towels, or did you guys supply that? So- so we actually did, we did stock it with okay. like an initial, like one or, you know, one set of bedding and towels, uh, but they have a whole, um, I don't know, warehouse of this stuff. <laughs> and so, uh, because you are changing through them quickly. And yep. so they actually provide all that. They mm-hmm. provide snacks. They have their own team that um, comes in and cleans. Mm-hmm. So they they do it all. They helped us with some furnishing too, because we had to furnish it all. So they had like their own ideas. They shop on Facebook Marketplace for you. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, they 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 really are really they have helpful. someone come and shoot the place. They stage so it's it. Photography. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we paid for those additional services. Yeah. But they have it was worth it's it. It's all set so up. Yeah. If you are to give because I I talk to a lot of people that are wanting to get into short-term rentals, and that's the challenge is is cleaning and mm-hmm. property management. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that maybe doesn't want to go with a large corporate short-term rental or medium-term rental PM to find maybe how you found uh, a small, maybe a smaller mom and pop PM that's more affordable than the typical 25, even 30%. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can reach out to us and we'll certainly have that conversation awesome. with them. Um, I mean, other people have obviously helped us to get to where we are. So we're willing to help others do the same. Um, now I hope they don't like, you know, bombard our team. (laughs) I'm I'm just joking. No, um, anyone's welcome to reach out. We'll certainly try and help anyone we can. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I will say that we, we put in the legwork to interview, I think three teams and some of them we had to kind of chase down to talk to. Um, but we reached out to people and asked for referrals constantly so that we could Mm -hmm. eventually get to the team that we have now. Yeah. And we'll be sure to put your Airbnb listing and your uh, your contact info in the show notes. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so one thing I I really enjoy talking about is I know it's under a P, you have it under a PM, but the operations as as a couple mm-hmm. of of 
of identifying what what systems you you have to do and who takes charge of that have you worked with any of that or are you because i know i i talked to you earlier and i know you two make an excellent you work together <laughs> very well as a couple yeah. do you have any other other things you do or how do you how do you work through that well i I'd, I'd first like to start off by saying that kyle wanted to manage this himself <laughs> Okay. Kyle I can also, relate to Kyle. I can relate. And I'm sure I'm sure Jeff yes, can yeah. as well. I basically told him if he wanted to make it to the altar that that was not <laughs> going to happen. And that's just because I know how much we have going on. We both work full time. We did not, we moved to Denver and signed like a 14 month lease because we knew we weren't going to buy a house until someone introduced real estate investing the idea to us. And then it just, took off and had a mind of its own. So we broke our lease, all that good stuff. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is knowing your limits is one, one way, but, um, you know, he picks up the slack where I don't and vice versa. I think we do a really nice job of like dividing conquer. So like a good example is through this whole process of like buying a home, doing the Airbnb, the furnishing, everything else. Like she's more in the creative, helping with the furnishing side of it. She's also planning a wedding basically this whole time. So <laughs> picking out plateware and flowers and all that fun stuff. And so I would be more, you know, the administrative side, handling paperwork, getting He's all that. super financing. organized. Okay. Yeah. So um, we just, you know, there's no one person doing more or less. It's just like, we see what we have to get done and we just knock it out. Right. I designed, I, I kind of picked out a lot of the Airbnb stuff. He would then go and purchase it or make sure that like it we was assembled. Were, yeah. He did all the assembly, which he was done buying furniture that had to be, he, he if he saw was, a big box come, he would roll his eyes because he knew there was going to be some assembly. <laughs> I was at Ikea. Yes. A lot of Wayfair, actually. Ikea and Wayfair. <clears throat> I mean, I'm done with Allen wrenches for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and tell your next property. Of course. Right. <laughs> of course. Right. Yep. So I think, you know, it's just day-to-day dividing and conquering so that mm-hmm. we can get done what we need to get done. And do you think going forward, your strategy will be similar with property management? Yeah. Uh, even though you have no more wedding to plan. We travel literally every other weekend we're gone, um, which is, you know, a very nice place to be, but uh, we're, we're very busy. So um, I would say if he's trying to manage something himself, um, that's going to be a no for me. (laughs) I think uh, outsourcing those kind of things allows us to have more freedom to look at house number two, to Mm -hmm. do other things like that. Also focus on ourselves, of course, but um, you know, push the stuff that other people are experts in onto them. Um, and let me focus on what I can do best. I, I, I 100% love that point because now you've created a system and it's mm-hmm. a scale, it's a scalable business. And cause mm-hmm. I'm sure you two have a very demanding job. And so you're able to have those systems mm-hmm. in place, moving from house hack number one to eventually house hack number two. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I quickly learned, I thought I was going to do all these home improvement projects <laughs> and uh, quickly learned that uh, those are better left to the professionals as well. Yeah. So I just push all that stuff away. And, then and let shout me... out to Lauren for giving us all the referrals on electricians and everybody else that we needed. Plumbers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So as as we we wrap things up, is there any last advice you would give to <clears throat> anyone out there that's wanting to follow your same footsteps or do something similar to what, what you're wanting or what you, you are currently doing? I would say, um, at least from my side, 
like I said, we had no, real estate was not on our radar. We have good jobs. We make decent money. We've got our 401ks, our investments, whatever. Um, And once it was introduced to us as an additional revenue stream, uh, another way to become sort of independent and have more choices in life, it was a no-brainer. When we found you guys, it was like a whole world opened up to us. It was taking people who had no idea what they were doing and giving us the confidence to move forward. So I would highly recommend your team mm-hmm. um, because we didn't have any connections here in Denver. Uh, so for those people who helped us, you know, mm-hmm. with, um, you know, the the jobs around our house and things like that, like you guys are an amazing resource. So highly, highly recommend checking out your team. Yeah, I would just kind <clears> of <throat> add to that as saying like, it's definitely a lot of work, you know, but it's not like impossible things to do. It's just a, a never-ending list of like tasks you have to kind of check off, which is like right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> and so, but once you get the thing up and running, like our house mm-hmm. is up and running, the Airbnb is listed, we we still to this day pinch ourselves that 80% of our mortgage is being covered this month by someone who lives below us. And in slow just, season. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So it's incredible. In February, that's mm-hmm. very impressive for right. a typical slow in season. In Inglewood, I mean, it's not yeah. even a, like... Denver or a mountain town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, just to to get the the snowball moving, it just builds momentum behind it really quickly. That's a that's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned having a great team and knowing your network. So, anyone out there, if you're wanting to maybe build a team or expand your network, Jeff and I have a monthly meetup that's all about house hacking. Absolutely. Right? So please check that out. That will be. The details of that will be on our Facebook page in the show notes. So check that out as well. Um, and uh, along with for Kyle and Tiffany, their contact, their social, along along with their Airbnb will be in the show notes as well. So feel free to reach out to them if you're wanting to hear more about their story. But otherwise, I appreciate you guys taking your time out of the day um, to come chat with us. It's been a lot of fun. It has. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers.